Welcome to the WealthBridge Podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Harvey, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey, bridging the gap between your current financial status and your wealth goals. Together, let's navigate the paths of prosperity and financial well-being. Get ready to embark on this enriching adventure with me right here on the WealthBridge Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the WealthBridge Podcast. This is my first recording of 2024. I'm back after a little break, just due to some logistical things. Here I am. No need to spend too much time on it. My first episode that I'm going to be sharing with you all is about term insurance pitfalls. So you might be thinking, I've always heard that term insurance is the best thing out there for you. Well, term insurance is actually a really great tool, but my job and one of my missions on this podcast is to show you the pros and cons about each thing so you can make an informed decision on how to proceed for you and your family. And as always, if you would like help, I'll be happy to walk you through what a decision-making process actually will look like. So it's 2024. I'm here. I'm standing in my, my office and I got this new fantastic standing desk that I just absolutely love. So if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're only listening, actually, um, you can't see my desk, obviously, since you're listening. But if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm standing. I absolutely love it. So I'm getting more standing time during the day as I go through my work tasks, which is feels fantastic. Feels absolutely fantastic. So hopefully you all have some... Uh, maybe some fitness goals, maybe some financial goals that you're looking to accomplish this year. And you can always count on me to answer questions that you have about those goals or strategies that you're looking to deploy on your family. You can always count on me as a great resource to help you with your decision-making. So today's topic is on term insurance pitfalls. So you might be thinking, Tyrone, what are, you know, term insurance pitfalls is supposed to be the most economical insurance product out there to protect your family. You're right. Term insurance is a fantastic tool and it can have its place in most financial plans. But here's the problem with some traditional financial planning. It's not talked about when we look at what happens when you go from just a protection phase of risk management or to maybe like a distribution um, phase of your entire estate, okay? So there's some different strategies that need to be talked about and revealed, uh, like what happens to term insurance if, you know, you outlive it. And God willing, you would. You would want to outlive your term insurance. That's the whole point. Hopefully you outlive that term insurance. So not many people really fully understand what they're getting and the options that are out there for them when they look for term insurance. So this entire episode is going to be dedicated to you understanding some of the nuts and bolts. Obviously, I'm not going to go off, uh, you know, a four-hour uh, seminar on, you know, exactly every single nut and bolt but I'm going to go over some of the highlights that you'll need to know to help you make an informed decision. So I always like to lead with education, and that's why this podcast is here to help you. So let's start with the bad about term insurance, okay? 
What is bad about term insurance? Then we'll end with the good things. So bad news first, good information next. Term insurance, what exactly is it? So term insurance is a insurance policy that will protect your life. Okay. It's going to protect your life. It's going to provide you with income protection if you were to pass away. So when you look at a term insurance policy, it's typically called a level term. Okay. So your life is protected and you're going to have a level term. Now, the level period is whatever the number is associated with that term policy. So it could be a 10-year term. It could be a 15-year term, a 20-year term, 25, or 30. Some of the most popular term policies out there are 20 and 30-year terms. There are some limitations that many carriers have on the age in which you can get a 20 or 30 year term. So what does that mean? If I'm 70 years old, I am not gonna be able to obtain a 30 year term from most carriers. That's just not gonna happen, okay? So your age at which you obtain a term policy is going to dictate which level period you're gonna have access to. So during that level term, you're going to pay one premium, one premium for the entire time. So for example, you, uh, you know, you're a uh, 30 year old male and you want a million dollars of term that $1 million. If you're, you're, you're healthy and you're inside certain grids of the insurance carrier might cost you 50 bucks. Maybe could be a little bit less, could be a little bit more depending on the carrier. All right. So 50 bucks for that uh, $1 million term. And let's say that term is for 30 years. That $50 is all you're going to pay every single month until you get ready to turn 60. Okay. And that is going to present us with our first pitfall of term insurance. Okay. So you have this 30 year policy. You're now 60 years old and your $1 million is getting ready to expire. So that's number one. Expiration is the first pitfall of term insurance. Okay. If you didn't know, 99% of term insurance policies don't pay out. And that's because they simply expire. Okay. Technically, you are given the option from the insurance carrier to renew your policy. But here's the problem you're going to find that the price that you're going to pay as now a 61 year old or going into your 61st year in this example of the 30 year policy expiring for this 30-year-old male, this 
this policy is now, this $1 million policy is now going to increase in price exponentially. The price is going to go through the roof. So nobody typically renews the term. They just expire. The term just expires because the number, and I'm not exaggerating, the number in the very first year would go from, if you're paying, uh, you, you know, it's $600 a year at $50 a month. If you're paying $600 a year, uh, w- when you're 61, that that policy price is probably going to go to four or 5000 in the first year. And you might be thinking, oh, that's not that bad. I could probably swing that. And then the next year, it's going to go to 10000 And then it's going to go to 13000 And every single year, it's going to go up by thousands of dollars until you pass away. So with that being said, most people don't renew them because it's just too expensive. It doesn't make sense. Okay. It just doesn't make sense. And the amount that it increases, of course, it's going to depend on how old you are when your term expires. So what do you do then? What do you do? You just paid into this policy for 30 years, $600 a year for 30 years. That's a lot of money. And I understand that. But you'll have to wait till the end to see what can you do to help to not have a, a expiring term policy. There are some options that you need to be informed of. All right. So expiration, that's the first pitfall. The second one is getting a term insurance policy that has no conversion abilities, meaning you can't convert it to something permanent now or later, or the conversion period is extremely limited. So there are term insurance policies out there that are not convertible at all. And what that means is all you have is a term policy and you're locked into that term policy forever. So you have no options with that term policy. So you might be wondering, like, what is a conversion? So this is one of the, you know, teaser. This is one of the cool things about a term policy that does have a conversion rider on it. And typically these are pennies per day, literally pennies per day to have a conversion rider. And what that does is, you know, you're a healthy 30-year-old, you get a million-dollar term policy in, in five, five, 10 years from now, maybe your health isn't as good. Maybe things have changed in your life. Maybe you're heavier at that time. Maybe um, you have some type of medical diagnosis that would render you uninsurable to get another policy later. So the conversion rider allows you and affords you to lock the ability to lock in your good health at the younger age. So later in life, you can convert that policy using your good health from earlier and you get the same rating and the same uh, approval on what you had earlier in life. And you're just taking a piece or all of that term policy and you're converting it into permanent later in life. That is a powerful feature. So one of the pitfalls is actually getting a term insurance policy that has no conversion feature on it or a very limited conversion feature. Okay. You want to have options because I promise you, 
I promise you that you are going to have different things that come up in life and your financial needs will change. It's not just I make a plan today and that's all that I'll ever need. It doesn't happen that way. A conversion will allow you to turn that term insurance policy into a permanent policy that now you could pass on a permanent death benefit that can enter your estate, that can be passed on tax-free to your beneficiaries. Okay, it's a powerful feature that maybe that's not what you're looking for right now, but it's something that you can use as a feature later in life. So you always do want to have that conversion feature. So pitfall number two is having a non-convertible term. And this is probably this third, this third uh, pitfall of term insurance is one of the ones that I see the most. And I'm always astonished at this one. It's actually overpaying too much money. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I always am a little agitated when I found that when I find out that I've overpaid for something. Like, gosh, if I only knew. So term insurance is one of the things that people overpay for most frequently. So if you're relatively healthy, you're under 40 years old, you should not be paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars per month for insurance. You shouldn't even be, if you're looking for a $100,000 insurance, term insurance policy, you shouldn't even be paying 50 or $60 a month. That's too much. That's way too much. Many of my clients pay fractions, absolutely fractions of what others are paying because they're simply overpaying for something when they could be getting much, much more for that same value if they're looking to spend that much money. The younger you are, the smaller amount that you're going to pay if you're a healthy individual. Okay? Just because a company does your auto insurance, I'm not making, making any names. There's some great companies out there. Just because they have your business insurance, just because they do your homeowner's insurance does not mean that you have to use them for your life insurance policy. Okay. So overpaying for term insurance is one of the most frequent pitfalls that I see. When is the last time that you got a quote? If you already have insurance, when's the last time that you got a quote for a term insurance policy? That's something that I help my clients do. It's part of the risk management portion that I walk people through. That's part of what I do. I would love to get you a quote for term insurance if you would like another set of eyes that's going to be impartial, that's working for you in your best interest. So those are the three pitfalls about term insurance. Just to over to uh, do a little overview real quick, overpaying for term insurance, one of the most frequent. Getting a non-convertible policy is the next. And then expiration. Those are the pitfalls of term insurance. Now that we've got a few of the bad out of the way, let's talk about the good stuff. I like good. Do you like it? I like good. Good is good. 
Let's end on all the good stuff. The price. Term insurance is absolutely fantastic to get you and your family fantastic coverage for pennies per month. For less than a coffee a day, you can have a significant protection in place for you and your family that no one will ever regret if you do have to use it. No one will ever say, oh darn, wish Tyrone didn't spend money on that insurance policy. Nobody's going to say that if I pass away. You know what they'll say? They'll say, gosh, thank God. Thank God there was some planning done. Thank God that, you know, Tyrone was taking care of his family. Okay. So the price of term is very, very reasonable. Okay. It's the cheapest product out there when you look at how to get the most coverage, the most death benefit at the cheapest price for your family. Okay. No one knows when they're going to die, but we all know that we are going to die. Wouldn't you like to know that your family is taken care of, that their quality of living is not going to change because somebody passes away? That's a great peace of mind to have. So there's lots of things that we could be spending money on, but this one thing is, it's the responsible thing to do for your family for just a few dollars per month. Okay. Whether you're a single mom, you know, you know, we have both, both parents in the house, whatever, whatever it is, even a, a, a stay at home mom, you know, would, would the family dynamic change if the stay at home mom passed away? And now the breadwinner who was going to work now has to figure out how to get help at home, or they need to um, figure out how to pay somebody, or now they can't do their job at the level that they were doing it because they have the increased responsibilities that the stay-at-home mom was taking on. Now they have to do it both. All right, there's a financial hole that's left in the family. So think about those things when you're deciding Hey, who needs insurance? Does a stay-at-home mom need insurance? Absolutely. 100%. So the next uh, great thing about insurance is it has a level period. Your premiums will not increase during the term period. Okay? There will be no increase. The only time that price is going to go up is if you renew it after the level period. So you get massive coverage with little cost to fully insure your family. How much should should you insure your family at? Okay. A lot of times somebody I ask somebody and they say, "Yeah, I have I have insurance." I'm like, "Okay, great. Great job. It's fantastic." How much how, how much money do you make a year? Uh, I make 250,000 and my wife stays at home. Fantastic. Love that she gets to do that. How much, how much insurance do you have? Oh, it's uh, 500,000. Okay. Decent amount of coverage. Okay, good. So you're making 250, uh, you know, how much do we have in savings? And the numbers, not much. Like, okay. Um, so how many years is the, the 500,000 
how many years is that going to last for your your wife? And meanwhile, let's just say there's you know there's two kids at home, you know ten and ten and twelve years old. There's two kids at home. How much? How long is the the term that five hundred thousand dollar term that gets paid out? How how long is that going to last for for your wife? You know, if you were to pass away, you've got this coverage in place. Huh. And then the wheels start spinning. It's not very long, is it? It's not very long at all. So if he's making two fifty, and we got a five hundred thousand dollar tax free death benefit that comes in, pretty nice. But how long does that last? Two or three years, if the wife is trying to maintain the same quality of living for her and the kids. Okay. We can go deeper into that. I mean, everybody's a little bit different on what they need for how much coverage, but gosh, let's make it, let's make it meaningful. Let's make the term insurance coverage meaningful. Okay. Let's not just do it to do it. Get the right amount of coverage for your family's needs. And this is a journey I walk my clients on so you can fully understand how much coverage do you actually need? You don't just, everybody doesn't need a million dollars just to have a million dollars. Everybody doesn't need 250,000 just to have it. Okay. These are things to really think about. A lot of times traditional financial planning doesn't reveal this, especially if your intent is to convert this in the future. The length of your term is really going to depend on your situation. Just like the amount, the length of it at this level period the length of it is going to be determined by your specific situation. Is there dependence? Do you have a spouse? Do you have parents that you're taking care of also? That's an increased level of responsibility that you need to take into an account. If you were to pass away, who is taking care of all these people for you if you're doing it yourself currently? Okay. You need to have your situation analyzed by a licensed agent who specializes in this risk management. And that's really step one. As you've heard me say before, risk management is a step one when you're looking at a financial plan. So you'll want somebody that listens to the, to your, listens and educates you and just facilitates that process for you. There are definitely more pros and cons and mistakes that people make with life insurance. But I just wanted to give you a few of these to get you thinking about, for one, do I need life insurance? Nine times out of 10, most people need life insurance. There's a great amount of Americans that are walking around without it right now that have huge responsibility on their shoulders. And they just say, well, I haven't got around to it yet. Oh, it's too expensive. No, it's not. Gosh, the, the, the price of uh, some of our online streaming platforms are more than what you could have an insurance policy for at this point. They keep on going up each year. So if you're interested in seeing what a term insurance policy or a different kind of a different type of insurance policy looks like for you and your family, I can provide you a quote in the same day. And I can do a free, if you got insurance already, I can do a free policy review for you and your family to see what it looks like to get you all the right coverage, not too much, not too little, to get the right coverage 
for your particular financial situation. So I hope you got some great value from this term insurance pitfall podcast. It's great to be back here in the audio on the video with you all. So check out the, the YouTube channel. Um, I'd love for you all to like and share this particular podcast and any other podcast that you hear that you get great value from. So thank you so much for being a listener, being a subscriber. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me. 2024 is going to be a fantastic year. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the WealthBridge podcast. If you would like more information for your specific financial situation, please reach out to me at tyrone at wealth-bridgefinancial.com. I look forward to speaking with you.